Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. I'm super excited to be back on talking to my friend over in LA, Emily Mellange, who is a fashion photographer and street, um, street style fashion artist, I guess. Um, I guess you better introduce yourself so, so that I'm saying the right thing. But I'm so, so happy that we're back together. And today's topic is really something that I guess both of us are very passionate about, is, is to share how to be a female entrepreneur and, and really use our abilities and, and strength as women to, to um, make the world a better place for women very much so. So yeah, um, thank you for being here. Um, yeah, maybe you should just quickly say who you are and what you're, you're currently, where you're currently based. Hi, so I'm Emily Milan and I am a fashion photographer and I'm based in LA. And I've been working for about 10 years to write so far freelancing as the photographer and it's been interesting seeing the different changes in um, my career and how to run a business yeah yeah and I think this this thank you for for the intro um the the sort of how to run a business I think that is really something a lot of women in around the world can really benefit from hearing your sort of how you your journey went and how you took the courage to actually decide hey I'm going to stand on my own feet I don't want to have any any boss and any anyone telling me what to do I kind of felt like I had this advantage because my mom she like she's a graphic designer and she also had a freelance business for like a really long time and so when I graduated from art school and you know, it was 2010 and like, there was like a weird recession and everything. And so I would always just like ask her for advice and so she would be able to help me. And so I felt like a little bit more confident to be like, okay, yeah, I could do this. I can have something to fall back on if like, I really need like help from my mom. <laughs> like she could just tell me what to like, right. what to do. And so I think also it, it helps when you have ambition and you know, like, the right people or you have the right drive to like want to go and meet people mm-hmm. and so I, I always I mean especially with like art like and photography like you it's a very social aspect of work like you might make work but like it's also helpful to like go out and meet people mm-hmm. and so I, I moved to New York in 2011 and I realized that like at that time, like LA wasn't really having a lot for me. And so it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, let me go to New York. There's more access to things. I can go meet people. I can go to a party and meet somebody. You'll never know who you'll meet kind of a thing. And it just kind of built from there. And I still feel like I am kind of like figuring it out as I go along. <laughs> right. But it takes a lot of courage and self-confidence to actually move across you've moved across the US and you moved to the city that is probably the toughest place on planet earth to, to live because people are so telling you if you're, if you're not really fit in, then, then you'll know. I mean, there's that saying that like, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. (laughs) True. true. Yeah. I felt it is giving you a lot of 
a lot of in energy too to have to live in that city where you have to sort of build up some inner strength and and is very very energetic actually and very sort of supporting women like you and we the two of us met in New York so somehow <laughs> that was meant to be sort of I think yeah. also too if you I mean I don't like the idea of having to um glorify like hustle culture but if you're really really wor willing to work you can figure it out and if you know what you want you should be able to like figure yeah. it out too in some some way it may be like slower than like you really think but like or like I don't know like sometimes you just want things to go faster but like it takes time also takes time. yeah and I think that's another very important aspect I I personally am very impatient and I feel like things have to have to be ready and and work and run smoothly already like where why isn't it as as I envisioned but I think you you say like things take time and sometimes time is better than rushing into things and I think you mentioned this in our previous podcast about how how your work has been during this pandemic and that a lot of people in your field rushed into doing these online shootings and had been sort of meh quality but you decided not to and and I'm a little curious about 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 that experience that you you had the courage once again to sort of know I'm doing something else I'm doing it my way yeah I mean I still don't like the <laughs> like the online shooting but I think that like within like the fashion industry you can kind of get away with it but I think when it comes down to something like a little bit more editorial like you know the New York Times or like wired magazine you gotta have it like a little bit more like in person mm -hmm. so I think that's I would prefer that route than I would the other one but I think that like if the opportunity presents itself like and you want to try it out then sure like you can do it mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't know like it's still there's still something about like where physically like the human connection is so much better versus okay, being an on the screen yeah. and you know that the pandemic makes it really hard but like if you're a photographer like you should have at least like some kind of like COVID-19 protocols where like you keep everybody safe and I would hope that clients would want you to be safe also if they're making you go on set yeah. and work yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah. But and I think, yeah and I think this is another another sort of more proactive way like these things I can control and I'm setting this this set in order for me to work instead of like, oh no, like the pandemic, I can't do anything. Now everything is so different than it used to be. You have this sort of no, um, actually, you know, this is this is a different environment. I need to adjust to it and then I I'm able to work. And I yeah. think that sort of attitude is really helpful and makes you also successful because you have that inner drive, right? Yeah, and I think that also having going into work with having in the intention, like having a reason for what you do and mm -hmm. why you're doing this instead of just being like, well, I have to make content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe like you could take that time instead to slow down and think about why you're making that kind of content. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, another thing I think 
this synergy between the two of us is very helpful because sometimes I feel like, oh, I just need to work, work, work in order to be productive, but it's not creative. And I think this year I've really, I'm really trying very hard. And I think before we started the podcast, we were talking about this idea of, of creating like an, an international network for women to sort of empower each other in a platform to share experiences and really sort of promote um, women women's um, work across borders. And especially because a lot of women around the world do not have this privilege to, to really work in the way they want to because of so many reasons. And, you know, I'm Swiss and you know how, how sort of, we have actually this coming year, the 50th anniversary of the women's right to vote, which is like, scary to think but then it's even more scary to think about the 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 one area in Switzerland had it in 1991 which is like so little time passed and and I think that's that's one country where where things are very behind but that's not the only one and and even in countries like Sweden where where I also work where the women's rights are much further pushed ahead, there is still a lot of inequality and issues surrounding surrounding women and their their way ahead. So I think there's not there can't be enough sort of support for for women. Totally, and I think also like in the U.S. too, there's not enough support groups for like you know marginalized women and like minority women and. Think it's helpful to like have groups where it's like you have all perspectives from all different places around the world. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it should be equality between women and men. Women should be able to get the same opportunities as men and be paid the same amount. Exactly. Exactly which is obviously still not the case. I've just talked to my, one of my close friends about that and, and how much she has to fight for, for getting even a, just a decent salary for, for being a, in a leadership position in Switzerland. So I'm like, still so, so draining to hear that and so demotivating and for her too, so demoralizing to, to constantly have to, fight for for so little and where men just would would never that would never be a question right because they would never sort of agree to such a such conditions oh man (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah but yeah i think i think the the idea to to sort of use each other's strength and I mean it's been so many times I've experienced also this this sort of women against women not being supportive with each other and and sort of having having actually more issues working with women rather than working with men is also something I find incredibly frustrating because it's really like why why do we actually not support each other, but rather sort of push each other down? I, I really 
hope that with with sharing some positive examples also for other women, as you mentioned, from minorities or other backgrounds to, to see like, hey, it actually works to support each other too. It's not just these examples that we've all experienced that women are not supportive among each other. Um, yeah. I think that women are taught in society that they have to compete with other women mm -hmm. also, which is like terrible. I realized too that a lot of the people that I work with are mostly women, which is really refreshing, I think. Mm -hmm. Like I used to work with, you know, like before Man Repeller, the website went down. Everybody that I worked with there was a woman, which was really great, though they had their own issues going on with in terms of like the way that they made, like the way that their inner politics worked or whatever, and then their company but like everything was really was really nice just to be able to work with other women mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and same thing like I work like a lot of publications where like everybody is like a woman which is like nice <laughs> um same thing with like a lot of the brands I work with like same mm -hmm. thing like it's a lot of it's like nice to be able to work with other women <laughs> sometimes I think that when you work with men, they can make more problems <laughs> than, mm. than there has to be. <laughs> like, and you mean by problems, what, what kind of problems? Like they want to micromanage or, right. you know, they mm -hmm. like create like an issue where there wasn't one in the beginning and they then they blame it on you. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that, you know, that could also happen like with a group of women too. But I think that like, if you work with the right women, then it's like, that are also want to be a part of that, like women empowerment, want to help support each other, then it's mm -hmm. like great to work with them, I think. Yeah. And I think because that is really something I, I'm very strongly feeling for is, is this like helping each other to empower each other rather than pushing each other down. And I think this this really this really should be should be the 2021 goal to really try and and find good role models for such an approach where where you can yeah really find other inspirational women and I think the idea to have a platform to invite such women to to be good inspirations for others it can be very helpful because you can see sort of, hey, it actually works other ways too. It's not only that like putting each other down and talking behind others' backs and, but actually being able to encourage each other and, and support each other and find connections and share, share as well, I think, because so many times I've experienced that people been abusing that, that sort of, share shared knowledge or shared connections I've, I've I've shared with them and and I found that been very hurtful but I think there is there's so many other ways um than than that I one think, I think also too especially if you're like a freelancer and you're in a creative field and you're working with all these people that are like not treating you very well you probably like should I think after like a couple like after a while you should be able to figure out what your worth is and to see like if they if you can't 
if you can't handle it anymore, it's okay. You can like go on and move on to another, another client or yeah. somebody that you can work with a lot better. Like, um, if you like, an example is like, say like, if you have a client that like it low balls you every single time and mm-hmm. they, but they demand so much work from you that you can always just like raise your rate a little bit higher. And if they say no, then you can just cut them loose and go on to the next person. Yeah. 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 And this, again, I think is something that, that women a lot of times are like questioning themselves like, oh, um, yeah, can I do this now? Or is it okay if I raise the price? Or is it is it then not going to work with that person? Will they be talking bad about me? Sort of all these like, oh, has it to do with me rather than actually, no, it's probably the other person that is just an like really not a good person and and I think this is another aspect of where where we can really show how how empowered women can have that sort of more nonchalant approach about like no with you I don't want to work this is this is not okay but I mean that also helps if you have if you don't put all of your eggs in one basket too like if you like diversify your clients and if you like have more like ideas of where you want to go and like avenues to talk to to people and pitch ideas if you just rely on the one and then you might get stuck right because if you you just rely on the one that falls through then it's like what do you have as a backup exactly and you don't have anything you can like figure it out yeah and I think this is another aspect that is super important because many people especially women when they when they work with something and have maybe a family around or, or partner and sort of okay, I'm just going to do this, this specific job, because then I can have my, my sort of other life around it. But then if that one job is, is becoming so important, then there is like so little, little space to, to fail, because then everything will fall apart. And I think this idea of having multiple eggs in a basket is really, really crucial, even if it requires more juggling around all these balls in the air it, it still also provides more more sense of security and it also helps too if you um save your money <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i know like it's really privilegy to say that like oh yeah like i'm full-time freelance and i i have the option to not take a full-time job but it does help to be able to like whatever paycheck you make, you take half of it and you save it toward in your savings. And that's your like, your emergency fund, just in case if something mm-hmm. happens, Right. Um, you know, you have to like make good judgments on that. It's hard though, especially when like, there's so much stuff that you want to get. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, also like, it, it costs money to run a business too. And you have to make sure you have detailed business plans of like where you're going to put all the money and like what your expenses are. And then, all that fun stuff that I don't think a lot of people like to talk about. Right. That could be a very good topic for, for us to talk about in our next podcast sort of how, how to truly run a business in, as a, as a woman, as a independent woman that is not relying on, on men's paycheck monthly to actually make your, make your life work. Right. Yeah. Like where you don't rely on your husband or your or partner or your parents. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's, it, it takes a lot of courage to, especially for women, because it has been such a societal thing for so many years that women are not the primary breadwinners. I, I can tell you so many people I know in, or women in Switzerland that are only working part-time um, after, after having a kid. And it's always the women that work part-time. No matter what kind of career they had before, it's always the women. And of course, then the power balance is, is not the same anymore, right? And I think this sort of self, sort of being so clear that it's the woman, why is that the case, right? And Because it's expected yeah. by society, right? So like, yeah. yeah. I think that more men should be stay-at-home dads. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And even research has shown that having an involved father is reducing the domestic violence and it's actually improving children's um, ability to procrastinate sort of um, the, the sort of immediate impulsive behavior. So it's, it's actually good for frustration tolerance. And that is a very important skill for success in life. If you're able to, to wait in the marshmallow test and <laughs> eat the marshmallow immediately, but actually get to instead if you wait, right? So, so yeah, I agree. I was really fortunate to have parents that, like my, both my parents were around. And so, but they always emphasized work, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is like, you know, that's great. And it's also, maybe like, I don't know, they definitely are like one of those like boomers that were very much like, oh, we like to work, we gotta hustle, we gotta make money, we gotta mm -hmm. save the money, which is very practical. And I mean, I do enjoy work, which is great, but I also wish there was more time to like for myself sometimes. So you have to like really mm -hmm. in. Yeah, and I think that is a good, a good aspect too. And maybe we can touch into that in our in our network project, um, to international network project to inspire women and empower them sort of how to, to balance work life. Because in Sweden, for example, where women have more empowerment and, and more sort of equality in, in, in the society, they're actually the ones who get more burned out because on top of working full time, there's still more of the sort of family parts that they have to take on as well, or they do just by, by default. And, and um, that's, that's really troublesome because then you have these women who actually work full time, but at the same time also run the family business and, and, and become over, overworked. So finding the right balance is obviously really important. Yeah. And you, I mean, you can have it all too. You can't yeah. have it all. You just have to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I have agree. a, I remember a couple of years ago, I was when I, I think it was maybe three or four years ago when I, we were, me and my friends were in LA for the holidays, like around New Year's ish and went to a bar and met one of my friend's friends. And my friend was, she was telling me about how she wanted to start a business like a hair salon and she also wanted to buy a house. And she was like, I can't have both. And I was like, you can have both. You just have to pick which one is more important first. 
but the guy kept on interrupting being like no you can't have both no you can't have both and I was just like no you can have both you just have to work towards it yeah and you can have both at the same time eventually but like you have to pick one or the other first just maybe you want your business off so but like I was just so angry about it and I was just like what is wrong (laughs) how dare you right I know how to first salon in Seattle and she seems to be doing really well and maybe eventually she'll get a loan to buy a house at some point but like you know like you can have both (laughs) yeah exactly and I think that's really something I I really love with with our our talks together where where it really is always and I think this is really sort of the sort of the sort of closing note of our our today's podcast I feel like is is every time we talk together and and sort of work together it's always something positive coming out sort of energetic like yes we can do it we we don't have to yeah Yeah. and and even if it sounds like oh work hard and and you get to what you do is always it's for people who are privileged I don't think we're privileged to be women as a in a society that is is meant for men right I think there is a less privileged part in being a woman. And of course we can turn it to our advantage, but there's still a lot of wind against us. So I think hearing you and how you really do get forward is is always super inspiring. Thank you. But yeah, if you really want it, you will make it happen. And yeah, it's, it's really about just like putting like, the effort into it and I know that like it's really hard to and to like work at something but like in the end it pays off yeah like you'll feel satisfied and like you like oh I did something I did this right thing yeah and I think I think that's how I would measure success I agree yeah like I mean money is great but like (laughs) but just to be able to like I did that I made it this is my stamp on something yeah I made an impact on somebody or like you know Absolutely. This intrinsic motivation, like internal drive to do something and accomplish something is so much more valuable than any money can pay for, right? It's like, I've been able to do this. This is my work, my effort, and this is the product of of my effort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so good talking to you. And and really, um, I'm excited for our our project that we have now, sort of in the in the starting starting bubble. So so we'll see how that goes. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon again.